G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It takes time to change things in our lives. Those ingrained habits that rob us of life or coming to a point of forgiveness, whatever it is, those things take time. And God has gifted some people to draw alongside and spend that time with us, however long it takes. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today, we're going to take a bit of a look at this pastoral gifting, if I can call it that from a different perspective. And please do stay tuned because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about our free daily devotional fresh to help you be all that God made you to be. We all have things happen in our lives that hurt us or or scar us or, or somehow put something in our personalities or our makeups that we wish just wasn't there. Perhaps it's a bad attitude about something, or or maybe someone's done something and we just can't let go of that and forgive them. And those things end up robbing us of the life that God intended for us. In fact, God has a name for that. He calls it sin. It's not some old-fashioned judgmental word. It's just a word that literally means to miss the whole point of life. If we go through some great loss or trauma and we never heal inside, well, we miss the point. We miss out on the blessing that life is meant to be. So I think we all pretty much realize that we can have this stuff in our lives that takes time to deal with, sometimes weeks, other times months, and even years. And as God's wisdom would have it, he's made certain people especially to help us through those times. People who kind of draw alongside and hang in there for as long as they need to until the job is done. People gifted in mercy. People with a real pastoral gifting. Amazing, wonderful people. Over this last couple of weeks, we've been looking at the seven areas of of gifting that kind of motivate each one of us. We, We tend to fit in one or two of those. And let me just recap. We've been looking at what the Apostle Paul wrote in his letter to the Roman church, Chapter 12, beginning at verse 3. Let's just go through it again because it's a beautiful passage. He says, By the grace given to me, I say to each one of you, don't think of yourselves more highly than you should, but instead think of yourself with a sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith that God's given you. Just as each one of us has a body with many members, and those members don't all have the same function, it's the same in Christ. We who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to God's grace. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's encouraging, then go and encourage people. If it's contributing to the needs of others, well, then give generously. If it's leadership, then govern diligently. And if it's showing mercy, then do it cheerfully. Isn't it a beautiful picture of of a body having different parts and we all belong to one another? The prophet the server, the teacher, the encourager, the giver, the leader, and the merciful. And when we get a grip on who we are, where we fit into that, and the fact that we're all different, and yet we belong to another, we're interdependent, 
I tell you, it's a beautiful thing. I need you and you need me. It's the deliberate plan of God. Now, we've already looked at the first six of those motivational gifts in the list, and today I want to look at the last one. If your gift is showing mercy, then get out there and do it, and do it cheerfully. What a great bit of advice. My hunch is that if one were to show mercy grumpily instead of cheerfully, well, it wouldn't mean much to the recipient. People who are gifted in showing mercy are so special. You know why? Because mercy isn't mercy unless the person who's receiving it doesn't deserve it. See, if they deserved it, it's an entitlement, not mercy. So so let's have a look at a a list of, of characteristics of someone with a special motivational gift of being merciful. Maybe you'll recognize yourself in this list or someone else that you know that you've never quite figured out that that's what their gifting is. Let's, let's have a look at what some of the characteristics of someone is who shows mercy. They firstly have a tremendous capacity to show love. They always look for the good in people. And they sense the spiritual, emotional atmosphere of a group or an individual. They're attracted to people who are hurting or in distress. They take action to remove the hurts and relieve distress in others. They're more concerned for mental or emotional distress than physical. A person who's merciful is motivated to help people to have right relationships with one another. They love the opportunity to give preference or place to others. The merciful take care with words and actions to avoid hurting other people. They easily detect insincerity or wrong motives. They're drawn to others with a gift of mercy or compassion. They love to do thoughtful things for other people. They're trustworthy and trusting. They tend to avoid conflicts and confrontations. A merciful person doesn't like to be rushed in a job or activity. They're typically cheerful and joyful people. They're ruled by the heart rather than the head. They love to see others blessed and grieve to see others hurt. Someone who's merciful is a crusader for good causes. And they often pray for or intercede for the hurts and problems of other people. But you see... People with that gift of mercy, with all those great attributes, there are also some problem areas in this gifting. Often they're indecisive. Often they're not a good manager of time or resources. Often they're easily hurt by other people because they empathise too much with the suffering of others. They're affectionate in nature, and that can be misinterpreted by the opposite sex. There's a good friend of ours, a woman by the name of Carol. She has a great gift of mercy. You might call it a pastoral gifting. She naturally just goes out and and hangs there with the people who are hurting. Now, Carol's not wishy-washy. She's not a doormat. She's quite sober and accurate in her judgment about people and where they're headed. See, one of the dangers of this mercy gifting is, is that you hang in and you hang in and you hang in with someone and instead of seeing transformation happening in their lives, and that's what needs to take place, healing and forgiveness or whatever it is, those people need to get back on their own two feet. Instead of that happening, that person just ends up becoming more dependent on the pastor and the mercy giver. But that's not where you want to go. And Carol has this incredible capacity and desire and motivation to draw alongside and hang in there with people who just don't deserve it. And sometimes... It has to be tough love. Sometimes she gives hard advice, but she's always there for them. She's been doing it for years. I look at Carol and I think, man, I could, I'd could, i be exhausted if I did her job. Fortunately, I don't have to because that's not my area of gifting. It's her area of gifting. If you need that sort of help along the way, you wouldn't want to come to me. It's not my gifting. I'm a prophet and a teacher. 
That's not to say I don't draw alongside some people that God brings across my path, but that's not my primary motivation. But perhaps it's yours. Perhaps you look at that list and you think, that, that's me that he's reading out there. And you never really thought about the fact that maybe this is a gift that you've been given from God. God put this there. We need some merciful people around the place. Mercy givers, pastorally gifted people who often don't realize they have a gifting. But you are so special. You, you are a place of healing and transformation. You are a person who helps people leave the rubbish behind in their lives that's robbed them of the rich life that God always intended. And you know it takes time. And so you're there for them in that process of transformation, like, like when that grub turns into a butterfly in that cocoon. And in God's scheme of things, the mercy giver is that cocoon. The mercy giver is that protective person that's there for a time as God transforms a life. And that's so special. That is so beautiful. That is such hard work. If you're a mercy giver, just delight in who God's made you to be. gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen, or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's Word fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God? speak to me. So head across to that website and sign up to receive fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.